we've had some folks to send some questions in, and we're going to dive into those questions in a little bit. Sound good. And um, I'm sure others, as they join us tonight, we invite you, if you have questions for the First Lady, by all means, drop them in the comments they section. They might have questions for you. Well, I mean, they hear me all year long, though. That's the <laughs> thing. They hear me all year long. They they want to hear from you tonight. All they, right. They want to they hear from the queen on the night. So, you know how that <laughs> So, All but right. really, really, in a real sense, first, first things, first things first. How how have you been doing this year? I mean, I know, but I'm sure the folks want to know with everything that's been going on, the pandemic and everything. How how you doing? I've been great. Mm-hmm. It, it's been a year um, of rest. I've been <laughs> able to rest. I've been able to do things that I wanted to do yeah. that we really just didn't have time to do. Um, finally. Uh, it's just been a, a peaceful year. You know, a lot of people think that it's it's been all bad, but it's been good, too, to be able to just rest and, and refocus and rethink on things and just do some stuff. Mm. It's been really, really good. I mean, I've been trying to start a garden for what? Oh, Lord. At least Lord. about seven years. Yeah, and finally, yeah. this year in June, I was able to get my garden started and been able to, to declutter some things that we've been wanting to get rid of and <laughs> redoing. I haven't beat them up too much with painting and yes. things of that nature, Thank but you, it's Jesus. it's been a good year for me. It, it, and we have really plan. gotten a lot of rest this year, uh, much needed rest. Our suitcases have been able to go up this year, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, we, yeah. we we're doing good. Well, I, and, I, and like I said, I think the pandemic really brought about a lot of changes, a lot of adjustments. Mm-hmm. Um, as you said, a lot of the traveling we would normally be doing. Yes. Uh, we haven't done it this year. Right. Not, no, no revivals this year. The Lord, the Lord has just really been doing some awesome things. So, yeah. and, and I'm like you, I've been able to sort of take it slow, but at the same time having to deal with the creativity mm-hmm. of, of pastoring in the midst of a pandemic, which has really been a journey. It's, it's been a journey. It's been a journey, but God has been faithful. And uh, for that, I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful. So, so what, what else is going on? Entrepreneurship. I mean, you know, business woman making all this multi-million dollars, you know, we started that last year, Yeah, I know. but, but, um, but, you know, you, you have really been busy this year. Well, due to the pandemic, uh, definitely been making thousands, thousands and thousands of face masks and, on top of doing all the other things that I usually do as far as making um, bags, tote bags and toiletry bags and purses and things of that nature. So it's been really busy for you too. It's kept you busy. It's team worthy have been busy this year. Business wise, very busy. God has been good to us. Yeah. The the Lord has been kind. Yes. That's, 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 we can definitely put it that way. Yes. Okay, I see why we haven't had any folks jumping on tonight because I had the wrong settings. Lord, shame on me. Uh, so we're gonna give them a second or two now that they All know that right. we're live. That's that's what happened. Uh, so they'll they'll start to pop in a little bit. So I'll give them a minute or two to pop in before we dive into the questions because All right. you know some folks. You know, I asked them to send the questions, and uh, boy, did they send the questions? I'm telling you. So. Yeah. Um, so we'll give them a chance, and I see them coming in. As you come in, say hello to us. Uh, we do apologize. We've yes. been having some te- technical difficulties on this end. As you can see, we've changed things around. I'm not in the office. 
for <laughs> Monday night. And then normally when we do this, we are normally sitting at the dining room table. Yes. And I said, no, nah, I want to do something a little bit different this year. I want to do something different. So uh, you, you let me tear down your living room for a couple of hours or so. So uh, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's, that's fine. fine. So yeah, those of you guys coming in, come on, take a moment, say hello to us. We we finally got the the technical stuff worked out. We're we're here. We're live. Mm-hmm. Um, had started the conversation, and I realized your privacy settings are not letting folks in. Duh. Uh, <laughs> but nevertheless, you guys come on in, and we're going to talk for a little bit as you guys enter. Uh, do know I'm grateful we got the queen with us tonight and uh, she's going to chat with us and talk to us a little bit if you've got questions for her by all means drop them in the comment section we will see them and uh, we'll be more than happy to take some time to talk uh, on tonight there's Pastor Tillery so glad to have him on with us tonight bless you sir glad to have you with us on tonight and see others coming in the numbers are Starting to climb now. I was a little worried there for a minute, but now I know it was my fault. Well, I so, thought they didn't want to talk yeah, to me. I didn't think they want to talk to you. But I wouldn't have been mad. That was my fault. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I bet. I bet. If I everybody bet. know, I'm not really a big I talker. I, I I work well, behind the scenes. Well, you gonna talk? A bit <laughs> I don't so, do a bunch of talking. You are gonna talk a little bit tonight? So, so as you guys are coming in, please feel free to tag and share. Put the word out that the first lady is live with us on DYP on this Monday night. So by all means, uh, if, you, if you're if you married in ministry, you've got a mate, and you're trying to do ministry, by all means, if you can grab them, pull them in, and let's connect uh, for a few minutes So as we talk a little bit. So we've been talking about how you've been doing, and you've been you know pretty much busy, and you pretty much told us that this has been a relaxing year for you. And very relaxing. Uh, with everything that's going on, you, mm-hmm. you, you're able to sort of... Sit well now, chill. Yeah, now, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Because for some months I was so busy, I was getting up three o'clock in the morning and going to bed. Oh at my god! Yeah. Ten, eleven o'clock at night. Oh my god! Yeah. With the demand on a face mask, so yeah. are you seeing that slowing down much? I'm definitely seeing it slowing down, but I'm still making okay. face masks. Gotcha. Gotcha. Months later, gotcha. and um. We got to do what we got to do. Well, you know, the thing is, is that we're trying to stay safe. That's right. Take care of ourselves and take Most care of one another. So that's, Most that's, important. That's the big thing. That's mm-hmm. the big thing. So, you know, really in a real sense, this year has been a time of focusing on mental health. Yes. You know, trying to make sure it's particularly with those of us as preachers and pastors. We've been focusing on keeping ourselves strong, mm-hmm. staying healthy, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So, you know, really in a real sense, let me let's let's start there. Let's start with that question. Okay. You know, mentally, how how have you remained mentally focused, mentally strong? I mean, I know, you know, I'm I'm a I'm an insider, so I, I see a lot. Mm-hmm. You know. But the question still goes forth, how are you staying strong and focused mentally with everything that's going on? How, how are you handling it? Well, more so, we've been staying in inside, yeah. so I, I'm not worried about uh, going out too much and, and trying to be in the hustle and the bustle of things. I'm just staying in and working on, like we said, different recipes, working on... Um, I started my vegetarian life last year, so yeah. I've really been able to focus on it even more this year and digging into more things that, um, for us as a whole, kind of hard to get somebody to switch over <laughs> because he can't get rid of that chicken. Ain't but happening. 
I've been focusing on that and, and taking care of the home and making sure, you know, things are together and nice hot meals. And like we said, we haven't been on the road. So now we're able to be home and cooking more and not eating out in restaurants and been able to, you know, just just relax and and take the time to, to really dive into my word and praying and and bother my husband <laughs> as much as I can. If he's not in his office, I'm in my office. So, I mean, we just, just take the time and just relax as much as we can. And, and I, think, I think basically that's one of those things that we always talk about, having, mm-hmm. having that balance, keeping that balance, staying focused on what we need to stay focused on, right. but at the same right. time making time for one another. Definitely. You know, that's that most important. And, and I think that's one good thing that mm-hmm. has come out of the pandemic because I've been home more, um, not traveling as much. I mean, mm-hmm. of course, pastoral duty is still, still there. Right. In a lot of ways it's, it's been a little, little extra. It, 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 and I'm, I'm, I'll be the first to admit sometimes it has been taxing because yes. we've had to creatively, keep ministry going but definitely you you you've been right there i mean you've you've pushed me every step of the way so i'm i'm thankful Got to. for that i'm thankful for that <laughs> Got to. Uh, but uh yeah the if you're piece, stressed then that that becomes stressful for the house if he's stressed so, oh, so that's the way it works don't start that's the way it works. Oh, <laughs> but man. honestly if, if you are stressing and i see the stress on you and i'm not helping to relieve that stress or or be able to jump in and and see some things of what I can do yeah. to take the pressure off of you, then then the house is is not settled. Mm-hmm. Everything can be a little in turmoil because you're so stressed. Which 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 means, and I know you will agree. Sometimes that means that you have to be discerning of some things. Definitely, you know, because sometimes we preachers don't talk about everything. We we don't we 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 bottle it up. Mm-hmm. You know, and we don't really deal with mm-hmm. it. We don't talk about mm-hmm. it. And, and I think, you know, for you, you've learned my triggers. You sure. Know, you know when stuff is starting to right. get under my skin. Right. And there have been times that you've known how to diffuse the situation Definitely. before it gets there. So sometimes, especially being married to a preacher pastor, uh, though that spouse has to be able to. Be on point. Yeah. Catch those <laughs> triggers. Catch it before. And vice versa. Yeah. Right. 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 Definitely. Vice versa. Definitely. Definitely. Yes. Because I can imagine it, it probably is just as much or has been just as much of a moment. I mean, because really in a real sense, you're used to being on the road, you're used to traveling, but now we're home, but the demand is still there. Mm-hmm. So, it's, yeah. you know, really in a real sense, it's it's one of those things. And then sometimes cabin fever has set in a couple of times, you know, because we, we like to. And we run out and get a milkshake and come on <laughs> back home. <laughs> But yes, you're right. Yeah. Cabin fever will set in, Absolutely. and Absolutely. you'll you'll feel crazy and and just stuck. Right, right. You feel stuck, right. and that's when you just go out and take a ride and come on back home and listen to some music riding down the street and hold hands and just come on back home and and stay safe. Yeah, it, it definitely yeah. does work. It definitely yeah. does work. So listen, folks, we see you coming in. So glad to have you co- joining us tonight. Uh, we've we've got some questions that have already been sent in, and we're going to address those questions but if you have questions for the first lady you know as it relates to ministry as it relates to life Mm -hmm. uh this is your moment this is your opportunity as i 
told the DYP Nation comically, she only does this one time a year. And, and, and you just don't know how we've had to pull teeth <laughs> to get her to do this. So by all means, if you got questions, uh, take a moment to drop those questions in the comment mm -hmm. section. Uh, we're going to see those and then we'll talk about them. One of the things that I do want to spend some time with you tonight, because, you know, being married to a pastor and, and that sort of thing in our lives, DYP has really grown this year. It has really mm -hmm. been a great year for the Dear Young Preacher mm -hmm. mentoring movement. We've seen a lot of growth uh, this year. And one of the areas that has really been a lot of growth is we are welcoming a lot of new pastors, mm -hmm. um, welcoming newlyweds who are just getting started, yes. uh, some just getting married, some mm -hmm. uh, perhaps uh, preacher was already in ministry before marriage and now uh, they're married and beginning to build that family life. And so one of the questions that came forth was to ask you as a pastor's wife, mm -hmm. um, what sort of advice would you give some first time pastor's wives from, from your perspective? Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, because you've been at this, will soon be, what, 14 years in a couple of weeks? Mm -hmm. uh, that's right, December 15th. We are accepting all <laughs> Cash App donations. Uh, praise the Lord. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the 15th, we'll celebrate 14 years. Yeah. So after 14 years together, what sort of advice would you give some of the uh, newlyweds who are in ministry? What, what, what would you share with um, those wives? First, I would say be yourself. Don't lose yourself. Trust me. Don't let no one push you into doing anything that you don't feel comfortable with. Yeah. Take your time. Be in prayer about things. Um, I definitely say, again, be yourself. Because if you're not yourself, in due time, it's going to come out. The real you will come out. So just from the gate, I mean... I'm not saying be be ghetto and all that, Karen. On, I'm just saying just be yourself. Um, I would also say like um, don't let don't let people put you in a box. Mm, that's good. Don't don't that's let good. people tell you you're a pastor's wife. That this is what you should do. This mm. is how you should carry yourself. That's good. This is how you should speak. This is how you should dress. No, and again, be yourself. In due time, things will change. Things will definitely turn around, but don't let people put you in a box because most people that's trying to put you in a box are not even walking in that area. Mm. Mm. They don't know what, what it is to be a, a pastor's wife. They may be trying to live through you. Mm. <laughs> Their dream of what they think a pastor's wife should be. Or they may be looking at what the last first lady was before you came wow. along. Wow. So definitely don't let anyone put you in a box. You have to be yourself. Mm. Don't let people push you into doing anything. If your husband is a pastor and a preacher, you don't have to be a preacher. You don't have to be the assistant pastor. You don't have work where you are planted. If God sent you to be a singer, sing. If he wants you to be, be the intercessor, be the best intercessor you can be. But please don't jump up there and let people push you into preaching if that's not what you're called to do. And, and, and even 
I'll add to that mm-hmm. because sometimes we good husbands mm-hmm. can fall into that. Right. You know, right. trying to push your wife into something that one, she was not called to do. That's right. And then two, she's not necessarily prepared for. That's right. Um, first and foremost, she's your wife. Mm-hmm. And, and for those um, sisters that are pastors, that's your husband. Right. That top priority. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes, you know, the spouse can be just as good and even better if you'll allow them to work behind the scenes. That's right. Because they see things that we don't necessarily see mm-hmm. because we're on the front line. Mm-hmm. You know, they encounter some things that we don't necessarily encounter. Um, and they'll catch it. And this is the truth. Fellow pastors, fellow preachers, your spouse will catch it before you will. Oh, yeah. You know, they'll see some stuff before you will. I mean, because, well, I can only talk about me. I'm slow. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Okay. I'm slow. You can go ahead and laugh. You know I'm telling the truth. I'm slow. It, it, it takes me a minute to catch it and see it. And many times she will see it. And she will tell me, honey, watch out for this. Be careful of this. And I'm like, ah, that's not what's happening. And then sooner or later, I have to come back and say, you know what just happened? You were so mm-hmm. right on what was going on. Mm-hmm. So so sometimes we have to be mindful of that as well. Don't push them into anything that they're not prepared for. Right. Because, and I know, you, you know, we've talked about this a lot. Truth be told, that can cause some harm even in the marriage relationship. Oh, definitely. You know, that can build some resentment even Definitely. in the marriage relationship. So, you know, that that's important. But I didn't mean to cut you off. I just uh-uh, wanted you're to jump fine. in. I just you're wanted fine. to jump in. Help me out. That's oh, all. Oh, oh, I got you. No. I got um, you. Yeah, that there can be a, a problem in the marriage relationship. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And I also would say, uh, don't push yourself on people. Mm. Don't don't push your way in. Don't muscle your way in. I'm the first lady, I do this. I'm the first lady, I do that. No. Sit back, relax, evaluate things, look, be watchful, because pushing yourself on people can be very damaging, not only to yourself, but it can be damaging to your husband's ministry also. Because now they're looking at who she thinks she is. He need to calm her down. She need to sit down, you know. Don't don't push yourself. You'll have your time. Get to learn people. Let them learn you. Because this is a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And and in a relationship you have to take take the time to learn one another. Yeah. Because you don't want to step on someone's toes. You don't want to overstep your boundaries. You don't want to, like I said, mess up your husband's ministry, trying to be more than what you're really called to be. Mm-hmm. Really, and, and and especially if if you're trying to make yourself known, right? You know, right. I mean, the the reality of it is, and this is one of the things I really love about you. You understand the fact that they called me to pastor. That's right. Your gifts, your talents, your abilities mm-hmm. are part of the package deal. That's right. You know, they didn't call you to pastor, so I don't have my own agenda. Absolutely, <laughs> I don't. You know, they they didn't they didn't call you. Uh, to take any leadership authority. Now, mm-hmm. you know, as a pastor, I have that right, right, to to appoint and to place you in places. But even in that, you have fellow pastors careful. and preachers, you got to be careful. Mm-hmm. You got to be oh so mm-hmm. careful because we're living in a time now where, in the wrong position, 
you can cause more dissension and trouble in the church. Yep. And now all of a sudden you've got some folks that are turning on you, you know, so, you know, all of that is important, you know, uh, and even even with that, I think it's important that with with pastors, we have to allow our wives to be our wives. Yes. Allow allow yes. the children to be the children. Yes. They're going to make mistakes. <laughs> Definitely. They're going to mess up. That's right. You know, and, and really in the real sense. And let me say this, particularly to fellow pastors. Sometimes you have to go in and set the boundaries mm-hmm. early mm-hmm. And, and, and let the people you serve know, you know, I'm here to serve you, but my children are not perfect. They're going to mess up. They're going to make mistakes. Don't, you know, punish them for learning just like your children are, you know, because they're still children because they are still children. children. They're still children, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, and that, and those are the things that are really going to be, be helpful. They're they're really going to be helpful. What what, what else you got for the, for, Uh, for first time pastors wives, just getting started. What you got more. So be encouraging to your spouse. Ultimately, be be encouraging. Um, they don't need to hear what they're doing wrong all the time. You know, such and such that the church was wrong with this, or or the bulletin was wrong, or uh, the choir didn't sing right, or you you kept on saying touch a neighbor. You know, but be encouraging. You know, <laughs> you you have to your your opinion is is valued. And it's very important, but it has its time. You have to know when to to give your opinion, especially if your opinion wasn't asked for. Mm. Especially, mm. I mean, you don't do it in front of everybody. Right. When right. you're home, talk to them. You know what I observed. You know, but the, don't just soon as service is over, you in the office on my child, did you hear how they were singing today? Or did you hear how, how that, they, they ain't put nothing money in the offering? That's not your concern. He is the pastor. You are to be there to encourage him. Tell him, hey, you preached a good word. You don't have to tell him that he missed the word. He, he, he said a word wrong. He spelled something wrong. I mean, just be encouraging. You know, walk, help them walk walk through things, because the more you give your opinion that's not warranted, you're going to cause problems. You're definitely going to cause problems because it's so much going on. Mm-hmm. You know, not only is he thinking about one, preparing the word, preaching the word, then he has to deal with everything that's going on in the church, making sure everything. I know my husband; his eyes bounce. So when his eyes bounce, my eyes bounce because I want to see what's going on. <laughs> because if I need to move fast, I need to move fast. But like I said, if you're encouraging and, and, and he has so much to deal with, it's a lot. It's more than just going to preach and change your clothes and sweat and get money and go home. And, and, you know, really, in the real sense, that's one of the things that I really want the body of Christ to understand. Um, particularly it's in the midst lot. of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. It is a lot on pastors. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. I mean, really in the real sense, if if you think it's easy to do it, particularly with the pandemic, mm. try preaching to an empty sanctuary when you're used to seeing a crowd. Right. That's a challenge. That's a challenge. You know, and <laughs> and, 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 and really in the real sense, try <laughs> really try try having to adjust your ministry. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I can't go visit my members because of COVID. So all I can do is call and send text messages. Uh, and, and that can be texting. That's yes. texting. Yeah. You know, not just physically, but emotionally mm-hmm. and mentally, mm-hmm. you know. So thinking about those sort of things and being aware of those sort of things will be helpful. One of the other things I was going to add, too, is you got to know your spouse mm. well enough to mm-hmm. know when. hmm and where to say and respond. Right. You know, you don't ever come at them after they preached. Or before. Or, oh God, <laughs> definitely not, Definitely not before. You know, don't ever come at them, especially, you know, that moment after, because that moment after, many preachers and pastors will mm-hmm. tell you, that's when we're the most vulnerable. Yeah. Why? We're tired. Mm-hmm. physically mm-hmm. we have really given all that we can to share and minister to God's people so physically we're tired mentally we've drained much times particularly and I can only speak for myself most Sunday mornings I'm up by 530 between 530 and 6 every Sunday morning I'm up Yeah, you know and, and of course we have prayer at 7 you know the radio broadcast at 8 Sunday school at 9 worship at 10 10 30 and this is just during COVID prior to COVID can you imagine if if having to do two and three services on a Sunday and then to get home Sunday night and all you want to do is grab a bite take a shower and crash you know she will tell you she's going to bust out laughing at what I'm about to say she will tell you that I don't snore when I sleep, except Sunday night. Jesus, him and Snickers. You ain't got to do anything like that. Now. You ain't got to be. Like I'm that. dealing with both of y'all. You ain't got to be like that. You ain't got to be. Yeah. Like but but you you got to be able to know when and where. That's right. You know, and, and you've got to know your spouse well enough to know. Uh, but not bother him with this right now. Right. And and let me say this too, because sometimes you can help the people they we serve by sort of giving them a forewarning, mm-hmm. you know, I wouldn't bother him with this right mm-hmm. now, you know, because, you know, really in a real sense, you're there to cover him just as much as he's there to cover you or, or vice versa. So, and as the people learn you after a while, right. they may come to you anyway. Right. Right. Can you ask Pastor this, or you mm-hmm. know, they they may come mm-hmm. to you after mm-hmm. a while because they feel comfortable with you, but they need to learn you right. and know you. And, and, and some of them will come; mm-hmm. they come to you to test the water. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, really, really. <laughs> I mean, really. And I got St. James members on. Y'all know, mm-hmm. y'all know, y'all do it. You know, y'all will go ask her before you come to me because you're really wanting to see. From her, what do you think he's going to say or how he's going to respond? The beautiful part is we're a team. And we're I don't respond. Right. And, and that's, <laughs> it's not that's my place. Things, really, and that's one of the things I love about you, too. You know, they'll bring it to you. Well, let's talk to him. That's him. right. Let's ask him about it. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't ever want to jump out there and assume the role. Right. And just start talking because then you're going to cause some issues. Mm-hmm. I mean, really in a real sense, let me say it this way. There are some awesome pastors yes. who are awesome preachers, mm-hmm. but because their spouses come over a bit strong, mm-hmm. and I'm saying that nicely, they come over a bit strong, it is a turnoff Definitely. to the congregation yes. to the point that they don't want to deal with the pastor's wife, let alone the pastor. Right. 
you know. So sometimes you just have to kind of, how, how's the old saying go? Stay in your lane. Definitely. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Mm-hmm. So, you know, walk it out. Walk through it. Walk right. through it. What, what, what else you got, boo-boo? Um, know who to vent to. Mm. Um, you can't vent to everybody. Wow. And one with me, I have two friends that I talk to. Mm-hmm. And it's funny that we were not all pastors' wives, but we are all pastors' wives now. <laughs> and it, it's really funny, that is but amazing. I know that if I call them and I can vent to them and I can talk to them, and I'm not going to hear it again. I will not hear it again. You cannot talk to everyone. Don't go to church talking to the members about what's going on in your house. Wow. Don't go to the church. With an attitude, if y'all may have been arguing before church even started, before you even got to the church, put that aside for a minute and wait until you get back in the car. I guarantee you, by the time you get back in the car, you're going to forget what you was arguing about, one, (laughs) or realize the argument you had was so dumb (laughs) that it wasn't even worth arguing. But then you go to church and you mad and you venting and spewing out venom and the people taking it in. You, you know, it's funny you mentioned that because really in a real sense, that's actually good advice for just married couples, period. Period. That's married. I mean, that's good advice. Be careful who you've ended. Well, you know, when we, when we counsel married couples, we always tell them, and this is the truth, mm-hmm. everybody who thinks you are no good for the one you're about to marry <laughs> will change their minds as soon as you mm-hmm. get married. And it, it never fails. Yep. So sometimes you have to even be careful of those good girlfriends and, and those brothers on the basketball court. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't tell everything. Right. Because, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. Right. Here's, here's the rule that I, I share. I always believe that you ought to have one person in your life. And mm-hmm. You guys have heard me say this yes. before. Everybody needs to have at right. least one person in your life. Mm-hmm that you can show your behind to and they still respect you that you can really be yourself and they can see you with all of your failures, all of your flaws right. and they don't use it and throw it back up in your face. Right. That, that <laughs> that's key. That's the crucial piece. Mm-hmm. It is, it is so important, you know, to be careful and that works both ways too. Yes. You know, not yes. only the pastors wise, but let me say to you, to young preachers, hear me now, hear me, mm. be careful, be careful and, 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 and really be mindful of who you share. That's one of the reasons why you all constantly hear me share with you all that every preacher needs a pastor, right? Every pastor needs a pastor. That's right. Everybody needs somebody that you can look to in confidence and in trust to just say, listen, I'm going through. And if you've got one person in your life yes. that can see you with all of your issues and still love you and still encourage you and still mm-hmm. hold you up, man, that's worth his waiting. Go. Oh, yes. 